This is The Underbelly, Episode 9 of Season 3. Episode 9. Good evening, my name is Joe Bracco. Let's get right to it. Building off of last week's episode, one in all, I touched upon, I mentioned in passing, the fact that during the calendar month of February, not only do I celebrate my birthday, but my wife as well, along with father and mother. Four birthdays within this calendar month and at that within one week. And when you have that much celebratory occasions all smack dab in the center of it, it it definitely gives you the opportunity to take stock of where you are. Where am I? Where am I personally, professionally? Where am I in in mental fitness and in physical gusto? What do you have to bring to the table? What's broke? What needs to get better? What needs to be fixed to the point where you are moving once again? And I would tell you that when I I had this this middle-aged monumental occasion, uh, this this moment in that proverbial sun, if you will, I would tell you that I took stock once again of, uh, you know, it starts with the fitness of it all. Am I moving? Am I moving? Am I sedentary in style? Of course I am. Of course I am. I I am downstairs. I'm upstairs. But we're not leaving anywhere. We need to really understand what that means and maybe, maybe do some things that could be quite impactful if we are to stay in this graduated state for, for more time than we bargained for. Of course, it's way past that anyway. But if it keeps on moving in this direction, the pear-shaped persona that I will tell you has followed me lock, stock, and barrel these many months, that has to end. That has to get better. The, the tomato, Victoria, the daughter, she looks at me, Dad, you can do better. You can do better, Dad. We need you to do better. I would tell you I want to. I want to do better, but there is something always about what stimulates the taste buds that is drowning in what you shouldn't have. In this, there is the dilemma. The dilemma that we have talked about throughout the seasons of the underbelly. Should we shy away? Or should we try our best? Try our best to do something else. To maybe do something better. Do a little reason. Find the alternative. And the alternative, the alternative leads to the tenor of today's episode. Everyone that knows me knows that I have the affection, the love for the baked goods. We have digested that in detail over and over and over again at length here at the Enterprise. We don't need to go into that. But the cake, the cookie, the pie, even the bread, I mean, we're, we're, we're at the mercy of what is included in the ingredients. And as my wife and I have gone not one but two rounds in a plan, a path to, to healthier persuasion, okay, in, in the realm of Whole30, one of the things that's brought to the, the proverbial table is that of the, well, if you're used to this, we have a way of uh, turning you on to something new, 
that could allow for that affection to continue. Could give you a glimpse of what you had before uh, without all of the things that weigh you down, all of the things that make you feel so bad when you're done. So in this, I, I, I would tell you that round one produced the idea of drinking the coffee without the cream and the sugar straight on to the other side with the black, the essence of what coffee is. Love it now. Okay, more than two years in. Uh, don't, don't give me the sugar. Don't give me the cream. Don't give me any uh, additive in the coffee. Want the essence, the greatness of what is the coffee bean. In that same vein, I will tell you one and all that if I make my way through baked goods, I, I thought, well, well, let's let's try to to incorporate something else. Let's let's go back to the birthplace instead of the again the the additions, the the the, the hill atop a mountain of ice cream. Now let's have the apple pie without. Let's have the breads, the cookies, the the crumpets without the side dishes, the more pile on top of pile of sweets. And where we are in this is not only the, the birthplace of the baked good, but at that, the elimination, the elimination of ingredients that will lead you feeling awful. And I will tell you that today's episode gave me a chance to tell you the story that would bring a smile on how I tried my hand at it. I can cook. I can cook my way around the table, around the kitchen, around the house or apartment or outside, wherever it is, I can uh, do a thing or two around that domain. I wanted to tell you that. I wanted to give you a glimpse of what we could maybe build upon, but sadly, that is not the case. Of course it is, of course. But I would tell you that I tried. I would tell you that I tried. I would tell you that unlike times past, seeing my wife make little individual banana bread uh, cookies or, or just these, these little pockets of flavor, I tried these without sugar, without even a hint of flour. I think she used almond flour and, and, and coconut oil. No. No, no, no honey, no agave, no sugar, no butter, no, none of that. They were great. They were great, and I wanted to replicate that. I did. I wanted to replicate that, and I started the process to the letter. I, I, I broke out the ingredients, broke them out, followed it one step after two, got halfway in, and even though the ingredients were not plentiful at all, I thought, you know, let's change it a bit. Let's be creative. I mean, half the fun of eating is discovering uh, what you're eating, what uh, the ingredients are, trying to solve the mystery wrapped in the riddle that is food. So I thought, yeah, uh, they're bananas. Uh, I think you should put four in them. No, let's add seven. Let's not stop there. Let's add a little bit of apple. Doesn't call for apple. Let's add it anyway. Apples and bananas go together. Let's add a little bit of blueberry. Let's do it. It calls for, for four cups of almond flour. Let's add six. It doesn't call for a little bit of the, the almond extract. No, let's double down. Let's add it. 
in the end. I came up with my own ingredients for making these and stirring them up before I placed them in the oven. They didn't look the same, nor should they. They did not look the same. There was this golden brown, again, affection coming out of the oven that my wife was able to create. These were not golden brown. No, no, no. No one at all, no, no. They were uh, a hint, if not a tinge of blue, wrapped around pieces of the, the, the blueberry and the, I guess, banana slash apple concoction. All of this to say, when I put them in the oven, I knew that there was something, something that was going to be wrong. Five minutes in, 10 minutes in, started down the temperature road. They smelled pretty good. Smelled it from the other side of the house. Really good. Smelled it almost like a, a, a scented candle. You light the candle, you know, well, is this gonna be a fake smell? Every once in a while you have that real smell that makes you a little hungry. Makes you wanna go to the cupboard, the oven, the uh, somewhere in the house that may replicate that feeling that you could have it. That's where it was for me with this taste creation, not sensation, but creation that we wanted to enjoy. Around 20 minutes, that's when the burning started. The burning not from the top, no, no, the top was raw, one and all, the top was raw, but the bottom, yeah, bottom, uh, not barren, no, 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 but the not the, uh, the foil, but the, the wax paper, whatever it is, down at the bottom to try to avoid this. But of course, not so much. Sticking to the bottom, I tried to salvage these before they were cooked. So imagine, if you will, the raw dough in the middle, the, the, the pleasant exterior up on the top, albeit with almost a world gone wrong tinge of blue sea color and then burnt down at the bottom. Feverishly, your host here at the underbelly, trying his damnedest to, to salvage what he could. Almost analogous to many episodes ago when I tried to do a, a, a similar functionality or version thereof uh, with piecing together uh, hard boil or soft boil. To no avail that time. And here, same result, failure, utter failure. I would tell you that one or two made their way down the, the, the taste test train. And in the taste test meter train, I was hopeful for middle of the road. You know, you know it's gonna be a failure, but don't you want to have that an almost D-grade approach, okay, to food that if you made it yourself, would it be if someone were to ask you, well, how was it? Isn't it great to utter the words, especially the first time, well, it was passable? Because that would bleed into improvement. A D bleeds into a C, maybe a B, and then an A. Okay, but here, you really have to try to fail this miserably to just look at maybe 40 of these, whatever they would be, littered in a bowl, 
and wonder, should you just throw it out and start anew? I did not. I did not, once again, liken to that of the the hard and soft-boiled egg. I gave this to the wine to look one over and to give it the, the just the nod of the head to, oh, you, you made those? Did you follow the recipe? Of course you did. Did you follow the temperature? No, you didn't. I see that they're burnt and raw. Uh, should I take these to work? All of that without saying a word, the wife looked, opened up the little bag, and proceeded to take three. I don't know what she did with them on her way. She may have thrown them out. She may have stopped at a a stream or a lake, saw some random duck or three and said, well, there, there are three of these. Hopefully they'll eat this without drowning. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Next time round, If there is a healthy next time, I will tell you one and all that I'm going to have to follow directions because directions dictated by health need to be followed to betterment. Shouldn't they be? Because if not, all you're left with is a pint of ice cream gone wrong. With that, you have come to yet another end, to yet another episode of what? the underbite. Until next time, rest easy.